0: The Xbox Series S continues to be a worrying element for the Xbox ecosystem, especially for those of us who bought an Xbox Series X on the promise of it being the most powerful console. We now have more news coming from an interview with the developers of Baldur's Gate 3, Larian Studios, that's really shedding more light on what exactly is going on. I want to look at what was said and why Xbox engineers are helping with this game and ask the question, what does this mean for the Series X? And what does this mean for the Series S? We also have an update on the release date for Baldur's Gate 3 for both PC and PS5. It is now landing at completely different times for both of those platforms. I put all the good information right here at the beginning of the video. You don't have to go looking for it. I then go in to a monologue and I talk about it with the audience after that is over. Make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss this content. So the Series S is back in the headlines thanks to a new interview with the Baldur's Gate 3 team when they sat down with IGN. We have Xbox engineers helping, we have a dev's perspective on building for two different systems over at Xbox, and I have continued to express my concern as a Series X owner that the Series S will hold back this generation of Xbox. With the recent news that the Series S is basically considered the main console, we did cover that in a previous stream, Digital Foundry basically broke that story, and then Phil made the big drive for the larger hard drive Series That was his one more thing at the Xbox Game Showcase. That pretty much confirmed that this is their main console. The Series S is the focus, but what does that mean? I definitely feel like the Series X will never be the focus, and sadly, that's contrary to the marketing leading up to the launch of this generation of Xbox. First, I want to look at what the devs from Larian said. I think the IGN article and the interview is pretty telling. There's a lot of things in there that I have said in the past that we have said in our coverage of the Series S. I predicted that third-party developers would want to skip the Series S, and now it's looking like something worse may actually happen. Second, I want to ask the question, what does this mean for the Series S? If it truly is the main console this generation, what can we expect? when we see games like Baldur's Gate 3 running into these problems. Third... I want to ask the other side of the question. What does this mean for the Series X? The Project Scarlet marketing continues to be an issue, in my opinion, and the entire vision that was cast for this generation seems to be fading with every game that launches. And I know many will claim this is an Xbox bashing session, but, you know, what those who criticize me don't realize is my frustrations for Xbox are as a fan. If telling the truth about how this generation has disappointed me. If that's considered bashing Xbox, then I think your bar is incredibly low. So first, let's look at this interview with IGN. Just a quick recap of what happened with Baldur's Gate 3 and launching on the Xbox. If you're unaware, it became known that it would not be launching on the Xbox. Everybody was assuming we were looking at another PlayStation 5 timed exclusive game where it was going to hit PC and PlayStation 5 first. Now, they quickly explained that that was not the case. They could not get split screen up to the same standard on the Series X and the S. Now, I remember being told that it wasn't the S's fault. People said that's not what they said, that it's not the Series S's fault. Anyone with basic deduction skills knew that this was being. ...because of the Series S, and now we have an article from IGN that pretty much settles the case. They entitled the article, Microsoft Engineers Helping Get Baldur's Gate 3 Split Screen Working on the Xbox Series S. So, that pretty much removes all doubt who the culprit is. They sat down with this team, they sat down with this studio, that headline has not been redacted, edited, or adjusted. That's what we're concluding, and that's what they were told in this interview. Now, the devs have been good to say that this is their own fault, it's their own self-enforced policy, which isn't necessarily true. According to IGN, there is a quote, Microsoft policy that enforces gameplay feature parity across the Xbox Series X and S. So, just so we're clear, IGN goes beyond this too and states it rather exhaustively. We're, we're not talking about something that Larian decided to do. This is something that every game is going to face if it wants to launch on the Xbox ecosystem, from IGN here. This is not about a frame rate difference, a resolution difference, or whether or not the Series S version has the same advanced graphics effects as the X version. This is about a key gameplay feature difference, and that's where Microsoft draws the line. Now, I actually don't fault Microsoft for this policy, okay? I fault them for making the Series S after a year and a half of marketing the Project Scarlet and the Series X. You quietly hamstrung this generation, you didn't tell anyone until two months before the consoles released, and you only really told us about the Series S because it got leaked to the public. Also, in case you were wondering, IGN considered the other option that many have suggested. suggested. You might have asked, Why not just release Baldur's Gate 3 on the Series X and ditch the S altogether? Microsoft does not allow that. So you might have wondered, like, oh, maybe they could just do that. That's also not allowed. So forced parity on features is required, but also you cannot skip the S. Some have also wondered why not just scrap split-screen altogether, but as I said, IGN pointed out feature parodies required, and IGN pointed out that 343 scrapped their own plans to do split-screen for Halo Infinite. So, maybe just scrap split-screen for the game. Just don't put split-screen in there for the Series X and the S, right? I, I don't know if that's a possibility. That that's probably not something anybody wants to do. If you still think the Series S is not holding anything back, you had a first party title in Halo: scrap split screen, and the difference here could be worse to a certain degree. Seeing the game launch on PlayStation with the feature and launch on Xbox without it, that would actually be worse in many people's minds, mainly Xboxes. So they have to choose the least damaging path, and the least damaging path is you've got to make Xbox fans wait for the game. So thanks to IGN, we have more details on this. To dig into detail, IGN discussed the situation with Larry and boss Sven Vinky. Understandably, he was at pains to avoid criticizing Microsoft and declined to comment when asked if he had requested a policy exemption. So that's an answer, isn't it? If you didn't ask for a policy exemption, you would just say, oh, no, we didn't ask for that. Yeah, that's not something that we were wanting to do. The fact that you won't comment on that question tells me you likely asked for a policy exemption just to get this game out the door on the Series X and the Series S consoles. Well, actually, it would just be Series X. According to IGN, there's a growing amount of requests to skip the Series S. IGN understands at this stage in the Xbox Series lifecycle, Microsoft is sticking to its gun despite growing calls from the development community for Xbox to ditch its Series S launch requirements. So it'll be interesting to see if we ever hear from those developers, if we ever find out that, yeah, we skipped Xbox because of that requirement, or, you know, they wouldn't let us skip it, you know, whatever the case may be. We know they were already issuing complaints, there were already people issuing complaints to Microsoft about the memory bottleneck. Because Microsoft tried to free up some memory, but it was such a small amount it made virtually no difference. We covered that a while ago when they were basically trying to give a little bit more memory allocation in the dev kits. It didn't make a dent. So that was them acknowledging that there was already complaints out there. This is seemingly escalated in developers saying, can we just skip the Series S altogether? Like other devs, though, Larian is hesitant to criticize Xbox. More from the article. Rather, Vinky pointed out to the complexity of Baldur's Gate 3 itself and the freedom it offers players in split-screen as the root cause of its troubles. However, even in his attempts to not blame the Series S. If you listen, that's where the blame falls. Here's another quote. I think people will be surprised when they see everything. There's constraints we have to overcome, so we just work on them. Some take more time. Those constraints that they have to overcome aren't in the game. The game's landing on the PlayStation 5, it's landing on PC, okay? These are hardware constraints. It's underneath the surface. He's not coming out and saying it, he's being very diplomatic, but you wouldn't talk about constraints in your own game when you're having to have engineers come and help get this thing running on the Series S. There's only one way to overcome hardware constraints, you gotta cut things, especially when you're trying to do something like split screen. So, how are they planning to do this? Well. According to the article, Vinky said Larian may have to make some, quote, compromises to get the Xbox version out, but declined to say what they are. And then the interview touched on something that I've been concerned about. We're only three years into this generation, and games will continue to get more ambitious and try to add more things. According to IGN, Vinky pointed to an additional issue, the nature of Baldur's Gate 3 development. Larian engineers found optimization work on the S version difficult because as content kept getting added over the years, the scope of the game increased. Scope creep is so common in games. Cyberpunk, in my estimation, is one of the worst offenders in this category, and the old-gen consoles suffered the worst when Cyberpunk launched. In similar fashion, the Series S is now the weakest link in the next-gen chain, so it will be the most troublesome for developers now and in the future. And IGN is right to point out that this is a bad look for Microsoft. To a degree, I find it embarrassing that they're putting this developer in this position. This developer is having to run public PR. They're going to run through the public PR gauntlet because of your limited hardware and your choices. More from IGN. While this is frustrating for Larry and it's a bad look for Microsoft, its customers are missing out on one of the most promising role-playing games in years, and who knows how long because of what many players will deem an arbitrary release policy. But to Microsoft's credit, they are sending engineers to help and they should. It's their hardware choices and their policies that led us here. According to IGN, it comes as no surprise to learn engineers from Xbox Advanced Technology Group, ATG, have been drafted in to help Larian get the S version of Baldur's Gate 3 up to scratch. Microsoft, though, did not respond to IGN's request for comment. So again, I find that embarrassing, but it's par for the course. The Series X and Series S marketing amount to nothing now more than empty promises. It's one thing to lack performance and next-gen presence. Not getting games is brand-new territory, and it's territory I said that we would find ourselves in. Now, there was one line from the interview that I believe needs to be heard in its totality, because the common response I get from hardcore Xbox fans is, well, that's on the devs, or they're lazy devs, okay? Okay. Listen to the following quote from the interview. We are also not a developer with an infinite amount of resources. We are constrained in the amount of time each platform version is tested. The more permutations you start adding to a platform, the more complicated that becomes. So, at a ground level, Xbox is requiring devs to spend more time, more resources, and by default more money to build games for their ecosystem. An ecosystem with less consoles in circulation than the competition, less customers than the competition, and an ecosystem that lags behind in the sales charts every time third-party games release. I believe this is one comment from Larian, it paints a bleak picture for third-party presence on Xbox this gen. And listen to the fair logic from Larian, but also it betrays they don't really know how long this will take. Quote, if we were to ult- do ultimate parody on all platforms, we would have to wait I don't know how much time before we would be ready. That's why it's important we release it now. We release it when it's ready on PS5, and we release it ready when it's ready on the Xbox. Well, I say good for them. It's your product. Get it out there. Get it out there when you think it's ready and when it should be on the market. It's not your fault Xbox made this decision with their consoles. Release your game when it's ready. Recoup that cost. Hopefully make uh, solid profit margins. Remember what he said about scope creep. Like, this project got bigger as they went, which compounded the problems of the Series S. You have to think about what future developers are planning on doing right now. The types of games that they want to build. The types of things that they want to put in their games well the series s is going to cross its arms and say i can't do that even when pressed on time ign said he can't guarantee it how much time vinky said larian's ambition is to release Baldur's gate 3 on the series x and s this year but could not guarantee it and i think ign makes a good observation one that i've been worried about for a long time Quote, "...the situation with Baldur's Gate 3 on Xbox Series X and S highlights a growing problem headed for Microsoft, as more and more developers look to make the most of the power of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, will having to release a version that is multi-platform games on the less powerful S hold them back, or, in drastic cases such as Larian's, hold Xbox's version back altogether?" And the way the Xbox community on Twitter in particular handles criticism of their console makes many steer away of saying anything. According to IGN, in October, a VFX artist who had worked on an Xbox Series X and S game said in a now-deleted tweet, Quote, "...many developers have been sitting in meetings for the past year desperately trying to get Series S launch requirements dropped." Unsurprising, the tweet was deleted. Whenever a dev says something like this in the public, they are mercilessly attacked by rabid Xbox fans. Not all Xbox fans are like this, but the ones on Twitter are a rare breed of toxic. The developers said more than just that devs were requesting to skip the S. Quote, Studios have been through one development cycle where Series S turned out to be an albatross around the neck of production, and now that games are firmly being developed with new consoles in mind, teams do not want to repeat the process. So, really square what he said with what Matt Booty just said about planning better. Remember when Matt Booty just a week or two ago said, "Well, on the second game teams can plan better and then and then it'll be they'll have an easier time developing for the S." According to this, I don't think that's going to be the strategy going forward. I think companies will just skip Xbox entirely. But if you still don't believe the Series S is a problem, we've got more quotes to look at. From Digital Foundry, Alex Pataglia said memory constraints We're making Xbox Series S a, quote, pain to work with. Quote, we've heard from multiple developers that they kind of feel the Series S is a bit of a pain at times, not the CPU or GPU power, it's more of the memory constraints. Now, this was corroboration of what the guys from id Software said. These are the guys from id Software, okay? We've got big devs that weighed in September the 10th of 2020. This is right after the Series S was announced and id Software weighed in principal engine programmer, Axel Needing, or Knighting, said, also, it always scaled on PC is nonsense. Many people say that. They're like, well, you can always scale on PC. Just scale it down for the Series S. He says, listen, that's nonsense. Quote, every AAA game in the past decade or so has their assets made once they run on min-spec increasing sample counts a bit here and there for high settings isn't what you could truly have done with more power. Min spec matters, okay? So what he's saying is, is min spec's gonna drag everything down for the Xbox console. This really makes you wonder what's going to happen to games like Hellblade 2 and Fable. Then, lead engine programmer Billy weighed in and said, quote, the memory situation is a big issue on the S. The much lower amount of memory and split memory banks with drastically slower speeds will be a major issue. Aggressively lowering the render resolutions will marginally help, but will not completely counteract the deficiencies. He literally told us back then what we know now. The Series S video that the Xbox channel set to private on their YouTube channel, it made it sound like they would just have to lower things to 1440, and that's all that would really happen. Billy Kahn tried to tell us that that wouldn't make much of a difference. Then, Dustin Land, senior programmer from id Software, weighed in. Quote, The S is significantly nerfed compared to the X. Four versus 12.5 teraflops and 20 versus 52 CU. Keep in mind, this is id software. These are lead and senior programmers. These guys are optimization wizards. They got Doom Eternal to run on a Nintendo Switch. Their concerns about power were warranted. Everyone who ignored them or called me a hater when I quoted them, what do you have to say now? Before we ask what this means for the Series X and the S, let's clear up the release date info as well. For those of you that are looking to get this on PC or PS5, Baldur's Gate 3 was planned for launch on August 31st, a day before Starfield's effective September 1 release date. Now, the PC version of Baldur's Gate 3 actually got moved back. It's happening earlier. That'll launch on August the 3rd. That's going to give it a month head start on Starfield. The PlayStation 5 version is delayed a week and will land on September the 6th. So what does this mean for the Series S? The difficulty in asking this question is that we just sort of discovered Microsoft's real plans recently, right? None of us knew this. Project Scarlet marketing hit, then the Series X marketing hit, and then the Series S kind of came out of nowhere. So all of us that were looking forward to this generation of Xbox had no idea that the real plan was to sell a weaker system in greater quantity and have it be the priority. It is their focus. So... Is feature loss a potential reality for the Series S? Well, probably not, given Xbox's own insistent on feature parity. But if that is the case, then what is the course of action to take with titles that just can't get things to work properly? I think this breaks down in one of three ways. First, you're gonna see it break down in the way we're seeing with Baldur's Gate 3. We can call this the compromise option. Some devs will just have to figure out ways to cut graphical options and performance down to get features to work. This option will potentially make this round of devs in the world sort of see it and say, well, let's move to option two. Option 2 will be skipping Xbox entirely. Smaller studios or projects with just a smaller budget are not going to be able to take the risk that this company is going through right now. The recent news about how much titles like Horizon Forbidden West and The Last of Us 2 cost has been eye-opening for some. Imagine the budget of a big multi-plat title, and then add into that production and time loss, not just to optimize for development, but losing things, compromising your game's quality just to get your features to work. This could lead to the third option. The Series S becomes a cloud box. I'm still hesitant to think this option has merit due to issues with cloud and the infrastructure. You need really good and stable internet to get xCloud to work well. But part of me wonders if the long-term strategy for the S is it becomes a cloud box. But then I look at the larger hard drive Series S that they just announced and it's difficult to see it as a cloud box. More important for me, I think, as a consumer, what about the Series X, okay? I'll be honest. The first conclusion that I have come to over the past month is very simple. I will likely never get the performance I was promised on the Series X. And that is something that I think gets lost in all the fighting and the shouting about consoles on Twitter and in the comments section. Many of us excitedly purchased our Series X after all the marketing. And waving your hand and saying, well you should have known better, all companies lie, that's a lazy non-response. Nobody bought a Series X thinking, I bet Microsoft just lied to me. I bet you there's a a, a second console coming, if you pre- ordered there's probably a second console coming this week or it'll be the focus this thing that was promoted for the last year and a half it's not gonna do anything they promised me nobody thought that when they bought a series X me least of all it was the first box I bought this generation it was my primary console the other conclusion I've come to is that the series X just can't be a priority you'll notice an undercurrent of narrative that formed just from the Baldur's Gate 3 interview There is no insistence about what the Series X should get. There's no performance that should be targeted. The insistence is that the Series S must be included and that feature parity must be achieved. According to recent discovery of the FTC, the Series X got less priority than the cloud. The cloud got the raw materials. Jez Corden said this in a Windows Central article months ago, and people thought it was bogus. The Series X is not a priority. I think all of this has to be eye-opening for third-party devs, which leads to another conclusion. Third-party studios of varying sizes and budgets will just start skipping Xbox. It's proven over the last three years that if you want to build an innovative next-gen game or... You want to build a big game like Baldur's Gate 3? Do you want to have something as simple as split screen? The Xbox platform is not the platform for you. They cut split screen from their own first party game for crying out loud. And just one final thought of what could happen. There isn't a future where Xbox could allow a Series X to be the only platform getting games. There just simply aren't enough Series X consoles in the market. I could see a situation like Baldur's Gate 3, maybe that allowance would help them. But going forward, it would be weird for a company to approach Microsoft with that request, given the sales numbers of the consoles. They need the Series S because it sold a greater amount of the consoles. It has to be a part of the equation to make economic sense of launching on the Xbox. But... Then the Series X complicates that by being a pain to develop for and extending dev time. At the end of the day, this recent interview with Larian just confirmed what so many of us have already been saying. The Series S is a self-made Trojan horse, regardless how many folks are enjoying their ride. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. That was a, that was an unfortunate timing there on the transition. I had to end the recording uh, for the monologue. Listen, listen. My thoughts and my conclusions. Number one, obviously the Larian interview was vindicating for those of us who have been called haters simply for making basic observations about the Series S and its power and what it's going to do to games, okay? Just basic observations. Just quoting experts in the field like id Software, which... (laughs) They're under the Xbox umbrella now isn't that ironic and I think that this has been specifically frustrating this generation of consoles You aren't allowed to state facts or be critical of Xbox You get labeled, you get smeared, you get attacked. One glimpse at Twitter and you can see just how sensitive and insecure everyone is. A little video that I'll put out saying what I think about what's going on or potential realities that might happen and I get attacked as if I insulted someone's family member. You can't claim you're pro-consumer when so much of your time is spent attacking fellow consumers simply for voicing complaint or criticism. Number two, The future of Xbox continues to look like one where I'll spend less and less of my time. If third-party devs like Larian need Xbox engineers to help them with split-screen, what does that mean for first-party Xbox titles that we're currently waiting for? How much is being compromised? How much time is being wasted? How much will I not get on my Series X because of the undertow dragging things down? Conclusion my evolution as a gamer has never been a static thing i went from all nintendo to building my own pcs back to the 360 and over the last couple of years i've drifted as well my loyalty is to games and to quality not a brand and it has me feeling like i'll be changing once again as somebody who's been very averse at getting back into pc gaming and building a pc and all of that it's never been something that i have wanted to get back into but I'm seeing myself primarily being PS5 and PC. And I wanna build a really strong PC. Starfield's not the only reason for that now. I look at the future of this and I say, there's just not a reason to really trust the Series X is ever gonna deliver great things for me. I'll also obviously always have Nintendo included in that. I'm really hoping their next Switch can deliver better performance in games like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Given my history with Xbox and how much I was looking forward to the Series X, This is unexpected. To those who think this is just another bashing session or a reason to call me a hater or a Sony pony, your brand loyalty and your odd behavior is your own choice. The reason I'm looking honestly at my Series X is for the same reasons that I bought it. I'm going where I feel the best value is. And you're welcome to do the same. And that's the show open. Oh. I had to, like, that entire time, I had to, like, take, like, the slightest, like sniff and i couldn't do it guys thank you so much for being here good morning good afternoon and good evening get the likes going there's almost 800 people here make sure and smash that thumbs up button let's get the uh the coffee orders going and yes my my beard will slowly disappear as promised in july you guys earned the beard shave we've gone down to a goatee to start things off okay so i'm taking it in stages i think tomorrow will be a mustache and then we'll be done by the middle of the week. And uh, get the member train going. Just a formal announcement. Little housekeeping here about the most gifted members every month. Quiet Shy Girl takes care of this for us. There was... F- the top five gifters did absolutely incredible, okay? There was 178 individual gifters last month. And the top five. Number one was Mitch! Mitch with 251 gifted. That's the Eknor Award. We want to honor Eknor and uh, what he did for this culture and this community here and my family and this and this thing that we do every day on YouTube. So we love to honor Eknor every month. Mitch with 251 gifted. Then in second place was Risik with 231, Patrick Blanker with 220, Stone Spire Hall with 170, and then YouTube Lurker with 130. That's your top five gifteds. Make sure you guys are constantly saying thank you to them. And MinchTree comes in with 22 months and a VIP says, since the true power of the Series X will never be realized, and Microsoft lied when marketing the X as the focus of this generation, how about a class action lawsuit for X owners? Great show. Thank you so much. And uh, also during the show open, Jason Young uh, renewed their membership and got a purple badge. I'm having an eyelash go rebellious on me. Long eyelashes are a bit of a curse sorcerer comes in with 25 months on a VIP morning Loto and Chad hit the like button. Thank you sorcerer. And then a month from Atari uh, says, would you like a new kill zone game? I mean, if they listen, if they could pull it off and make it look really, really good, then sure. Sure. Narwaffle g- beats youtube to the punch with the first gifted subscriber of the day over there on kick and and youtube is is now behind we we almost never lag behind kick thank you guys for watching over on kick make sure you hit follow over there or hit subscribe it supports me directly You kind of look like Robert Downey Jr. with a goatee. You just need to line it up. Yeah, I didn't want to do all of the things where they, like, add points and stuff. I was like, I'll just take it down to a goatee. It's only going to last for, like, a day. So, yo, what's good, Pugs? Hope you've been good, too, homie. Local comes in with two months, and it's a VIP. Man Bear bear Pig says, I love my Series X. Didn't even buy an Xbox One. Only a PS4 and a PS4 Pro, but the Series X, especially Quick Resume, has been a savior as someone who plays several games at once. That's the other thing that frustrates me is like, I really like my Series X as well. I do. It's like it's a it's a good console, but it's clearly not a priority. And I think that's where I get irritated. It's like, this is not at all what I was hoping. This Larian interview is like, are you listening to what this guy's saying? Are you hearing what he's saying? What's coming? This is not the only developer that's going to come to this conclusion. Uh, Alexander Smith with 10 months. At this point, making a PC makes more sense than buying $500 $500 Starfield machine. Also loving the goatee, and congrats, Mitch! And 80 JC comes in with 22 months. I can't wait until it's all off and suddenly an entire beard appears back on your face. Thank you 80JC 21 months from Skiffy Skiffles. that's also a VIP. A lot of VIPs in chat. We had a great time with our unfiltered VIP stream and one from DK Baker and one from Joker Quinn starting the day off right with gifted members. They now take the lead back from Kick. Kick has one. You guys have two. I uh, that that made me feel a little strange. It's like what's going on here? We we can't let Kick win, all right? I love Kick, but YouTube, you got it. You got to stay on top of things here. A five spot from Ducks says, "I just want to know: Have you ever played State of Decay? And if you're excited for State of Decay three, I've never played it. And I, when I looked at the gameplay, I thought, okay, this could be a really good game. We don't know anything about its status right now, right?" The last thing we heard from them was, I believe, a cinematic trailer in twenty twenty. That's it. Yo, Jordan comes in and gifts one to Dave Langer and he says, Take that kick. Kick and kick around with gifted members. Thank you so much, YouTube. Yeah, Lona, if you cut your hair, you would look like Norman Freeman. Norman Freeman? I don't know who that is. Who's Norman Freeman? Uh, Love the Keanu shirt. Yes, use the shirt command. Look at this Keanu shirt. This is an amazing shirt from Ripped Apparel. You can go to uh, the bit.ly command. I'm sorry, not bit.ly command. You can go to uh, bit.ly forward slash reforge ripped. That is available if you type exclamation point uh, shirt in the chat. And then I'm going to put it also uh, in in the uh ripped t-shirt there we go i'm gonna put it in the description as well if anybody wants to click that link that does support me right there their shirts are very well priced they're like 14 to 25 bucks you don't really need a discount they don't do that but that does support me if you go order a shirt from ripped apparel with my link bit.ly forward slash reforge ripped um he doesn't like norman uh you guys are gonna make me look this person up Uh, Norman Freeman. I always get told I look like people. I don't understand. Are you sure you said that right? Goatee suits you pretty well. Thank you. Norman Freeman is pulling up somebody that doesn't look like me. That's not, this is another person. Um, I don't know who this person is or what they're doing. I feel like you guys are pulling my leg. He means Morgan Freeman. Well, that wouldn't make any sense. Lona, did you know that you're a bad addition to the gaming community? What? What are you talking about? Starfield's going to change the landscape of gaming forever? I don't know about that. I mean, I actually think Starfield can have a very successful run, right? Oh, Gordon Freeman from Half-Life. I was like, what are you all talking about? Norman Freeman? I was like, who is that? Google Norman Freeman, and you'll see why I was confused. You guys are talking about Gordon Yes, sorry, the only free man. I get it, I know. I get the reference now, thank you. That's not what I was going for. (laughs) The goatee suits you pretty well. My friends were telling me that it looked nice. I was like, I actually did a goatee well before I did a beard. It just was never connected, so I didn't like having one back then. Morgan Freeman? No, they said Norman. Oh, what a what! We can't spend any more time on this. Okay, you're drunk already. Apparently, some of you guys just had, you know, Budweiser with your Cheerios. Okay, let's 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 move beyond this. Here's the thing you have to understand. The reason that oh, another gifted uh, subscriber over there on uh, Kick Narwaffle just takes it to two. I don't know. You better keep it up, YouTube. They're nipping at your tails here. It's your heels here. Silver Subaru with 29 months. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Can't wait for Starfield. Skiffy Skiffles with 21 months as a VIP. I think I shouted that one out. Thank you so much, Skiffy Skiffles. I googled Norman Freeman. Yeah, I don't know who Norman Freeman is. I don't know anything like that person. Uh, not the right complexion, if you catch my meaning. I was like, I am so confused. I thought somebody was, like, trolling me. I was like, Huh? y'all talking about um poor developers having to develop games like gta 6 and witcher on the series s don't you wonder justice bolt you're goofing but think about that for a second another gifted member comes in from raptor almost setting up the layup five is a beautiful layup for the 20 bomb big boys uh add your flavor text to the description okay i'll try i'll do that um in a minute I've always said the Series S is the worst mistake Xbox has made as a company. It's not only ruined development for this gen, for Team Green, but also uh, lost them good market share. Listen, listen. This is not hate, but I think what what, uh, Justice Bolt just put in chat, we've got to consider that. There are really big, there are allegedly, right, really big games coming. Very, very big games are coming, allegedly, right? GTA 6 and Witcher 4, all these games coming. Now, there's a chance that a lot of these game companies going to Unreal 5 will somehow be able to get everything whittled down to the Series S, okay? But that's the concern, is it not? Is Don't these companies want to go bigger? Don't they want to go better? Like, Like, listen to the argumentation from Larian about Baldur's Gate 3. Just listen to what they said. They essentially said, I'm paraphrasing, this game is so big, it's so complex, we give you all this freedom. When you add in split screen, it's just a challenge, okay? That doesn't sound like anything that we're not just supposed to be doing by default right now. Bigger games, lots of freedom... And you want to add in split screen? It's a problem? What happened to your face? The beard slowly coming off. We hit a crazy member goal last month, Brooklyn Breed, and I said I would shave the beard. So we're we're taking it off in stages. I'm going to try out a couple of different looks, and the goatee is being tried out today. There it is, another gifted from DK Bager. That's a layup. If any of the big boys are in chat, we already listed the top five guys who gifted last month. Those 20 bombs like to swing in out of nowhere. I don't know if they're here yet. It's a little early in the day. They might not be here. GTA 6 lucky isn't cross platforming. is like, I'll do half of it. He sets it up and takes it to 15 with a 10 bomb. Look at that. See? I told you. I said somebody. There's always somebody waiting in the wings to drop those bigger bombs, man. The little guys doing the little ones and then the big bombs, they all add up. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. It's a beard strip tease. Thank you. That's right. Kind of look like Steven Seagal. Maybe I could get in some of his movies is like his like his body double if he was you know five six and weighed 150 pounds. So I. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Johnson says, I'll I'll jump on. We'll do another form of a layup. He takes it to 20. That's exactly the way to do it. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for gifting those members. If you get a gifted membership, make sure and consider paying it forward. Gift one, gift a five, do whatever you can. At least hit the like button and the subscribe button if you've never been here before. I am obviously being critical could we get 70 more likes there's like 800 people here we should have 300 likes i'm obviously being critical here but i'm being critical because this is to to me this is personal like as a as a consumer i really am uh, this isn't like fake it's like oh i just love bashing on xbox it's like i suddenly came to the reels of abraham Abe comes in 27 months. It's a VIP gold. Paternity leave is done. I'm back full time, bees. He drops a 20 and takes us all the way to 40. And then another five comes in from Kraos and takes us to 45. We're now on the doorstep of 50. You guys are nuts. Thank you so much, Abe. Good to have you back. Hope that little bebe is not keeping you up too late at night. Like. This is a genuine piece that I wrote today. It was all from the heart. It was all from the heart. It's like, I bought a Series X based on everything you said, and this Larian developer comes in and is like, uh... He's doing everything he can to not say, it's really, really hard to get games to run on the Series S. Really hard to build games for the Series S. IGN goes one step further. They're like, there's a growing amount of developers asking to skip the S. You, that's not even an option, by the way. Right? It's not even an option. You look different. I took the beard down to a goatee. I, I think we're gonna do like a mustache tomorrow, and then it'll be all the way gone. Pug says, "I'm not. Uh, I know I'm not in many streams, but I freaking love to see the support you're getting, Lono Full Circle, homie. Listen, man. Pugs, truth." always wins. It's why I just keep doing what I'm doing. I don't even, I don't have any time for any of that. You know what I'm saying? This feels uh, like because of the Series X, uh, because of the Series S, gaming companies won't want to make games for Xbox at all. That's, I said that. I said that months ago and I got called a hater. I was like, who wants to make games for that? You're being critical, but has a game actually skipped Xbox due to the Series S? How would we know? How do we know? I don't think they're out yet. Eric Phillips with a dollar. It, h- hang with me, Arjun. Okay, it's fair to ask that question. Okay, are there any games that we know of that have skipped the... They've, they've skipped the, the, the series the, the Xbox entirely? Are there any games that have done that? First of all, we don't know. We don't, because there could be games right now that are headed to PlayStation 5 and we don't know if that's why they went there. Did they go there just because, like, what? X, what, did Sony threw tons of money at them? Like, more money than Xbox has? I, There's... It's not even about, here's the laundry list of games I'm not getting. I didn't even make it about that today. I made it primarily about, I'm not going to get the performance I was promised. There's no way I'm going to get the performance I was promised. You can't even get split screen to work. If that's what the Larian developers are focusing on, my concern even is on first-party titles. What am I going to get out of Hellblade 2? What am I going to get out of Fable? What am I going to get out of, uh... What was the other one? Avowed. You're hypothesizing a worst-case scenario with no evidence it happens. No, that's false. You didn't watch my show open if you think that. You're falsely summarizing what I said. I said, there are three ways this plays out. The first way it plays out is the compromise option, that's what Baldur's Gate 3 is doing. They're gonna have to compromise, they're gonna have to cut things, you're not gonna get certain things on your Xbox Series S experience, they're just gonna have to cut whether it's performance or graphics or whatever, okay, the Xbox engineers are literally helping them with that. Now, as far as an option goes, that's not that appealing. If you think developers are going to want to do that every time, or extend the life cycle of the project, and then the Xbox guy's got to come help us. Okay? That's option one. I said, option two, companies will skip the Xbox system entirely. Now, that one will take longer to come to fruition. Why? There are companies right now on record that made games for the Series S and the X that have said, "I we, we, we don't we don't want to be here. We don't want to do this again. We want to be able to skip the S. And Microsoft is saying no. Matt Booty was like, oh, they'll be able to plan better for their second game. I think in the coming years, two and three, four years from now, you'll see companies that just don't go to Xbox because they're like, we tried making a game over there. It was a dadgum nightmare. Okay. Option three, they start to come up with cloud solutions. Same way they put games on the cloud on the Switch. I think that's the worst option of the three because I don't think cloud is what nobody's gonna to want to do that either right please explain to me why PC does not have split screen in my estimation they said something what was the game recently that talked about this oh man they didn't do split screen on PC they said it wasn't really a priority it was a small margin of players that would have Diablo couldn't, it was like there somewhere in my brain. So Diablo 4 tackled this subject similarly. They were like, it was going to be such a small percentage of players that were actually going to want to play split screen on PC. They're not doing split screen on PC. They don't make it a priority. Diablo 4 encountered the same problem. Well, theirs was a little bit different. Theirs was the problem of you needed two accounts to be logged in simultaneously, right? This is about supply and demand, Plumleys. The demand for split screen on PC is significantly lower than console because consoles are commonly in a, in a TV room setup to where two people want to play. So there's a lot at play there. It's number one it's not a priority number two doing split screen on a PC it, it's actually a very rare feature in Steam if you like go and try and find games that feature split screen it's super rare a lot of times they're like really like low-key indie titles where you know there's not a lot going on on the screen you know this game seemingly is pretty complex be careful <laughs> be careful. You, you, you might make the PS5 look really good if you're not too careful in your argumentation here. Just be very, very careful because they got split-screen working on PS5. I don't think this is because PC can't do it. It's because it's not worth the dev time. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not worth the dev time. They're... Golly. <coughs> Excuse me. If they devote that dev time to split-screen on PC, they would probably think that there's that's money wasted, Right? You, you've got to prioritize things and that's just not a priority. I know that, but thank you for the explanation. In my opinion, it's not a big deal. Okay, hang on, Plumleys. Hang on. I'm going to track with you because you're giving me some pushback. Track with me on this, Plumleys. If you think it's not a big deal, imagine what this would look like from a marketing position, from an optics position. Baldur's Gate Three lands on Xbox Series X and S with less features than the PS5. Do you think Microsoft wants that to happen? Do you, Do you think that they want to be putting out a game into the public and 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 having that be the headline? Remember when people said the S is better than the PS5. <laughs> Keep holding those L's. Yeah, those are amazing takes. Yo, super googly. Super googly with a $10 super chat tip. Game of the year is still going to Tears of the Kingdom with horrible graphics, though. A tragedy for the gaming industry because of Nintendo bias. I actually don't know if Nintendo's walking away with it just yet. I don't know. Blono's in a good mood because he's patient and hasn't blown... Uh up on dude yet what who would I be blowing up on is somebody in chat being nasty I've not seen it I've I've been interacting with Plumleys. I can understand what you're saying right we don't even know I don't know if the IGN article touched on this I think they hinted at the fact that Microsoft would say no to that no no you're not launching a game over here with less features than PS5 no now, I don't know if Microsoft has explicitly stated that, but IGN implied that. Like, w- why w- you you can't come over here and do that. If I had Lono as my teacher in school, I would have been a smarter person. <clears throat> teaching in this way for me is way more engaging. Well, I appreciate that. I actually have done a lot of teaching in my day. That's something I actually wanted to do. I might get back into it. Brooklyn Breed says they wouldn't allow that. Microsoft would just buy the people behind Baldur's Gate. <laughs> stop it stop i cut i did i did that all last week i don't want to do that talk anymore right now no more of that we'll probably have to talk about it at some point this week don't microsoft contracts say they can't do that right josh i don't know Somebody might have to educate me on this. Does Microsoft explicitly state you can't bring a game to our platform with less features than the PlayStation? I don't know. I mean, I would assume they would ask for that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing to to ask for. You would assume they're asking for that. Didn't uh, Redfall say it was going to be a Game of the Year contender? I mean, somebody typed that because, I don't know, they fell down the stairs and hit their head really hard. I'm not sure why anybody would have typed that, but... Like teaching or like putting my degree to work, kind of teaching. Uh, n- a bit of both, but not formally as a paycheck. Abe, no, yeah, it would be, it would be a lay, a lace form of teaching, but it would be putting my education to work. Yes, I've also got a couple of books I want to write as a whole. I how I don't have time. Am I lying though? Yeah, where's the lie? <laughs> where's the lie? <laughs> I can't, can't find it. Harry! Hey! How are you, Harry, with the five spices? You're kind of cute. Thank you. I appreciate that. You, do What do you guys think? Goatee versus beard? Do you think I should just, you know, after this month and it all grows back, just always go with this? I don't even know about the chops, though. I'm not sure. I was worried that if I didn't have this, it would just be a whole lot of just nothing. I, having a naked face is weird. Harry spitting facts, though. <laughs> Thank you. I can't see Star... Oh, come on. Star's News on the Series S. Jurassic, please educate yourself. Series X is marginally more powerful than the PS5. Listen, if someone's going to come at chat or me or anybody and argue about how, like, the Series X is more powerful, you got to demonstrate that. Can you demonstrate that with a game? Can you? Are there any games right now where you can demonstrate that the Series X is so much stronger than the PS5? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Not nah, for real, grow it back. Creature says, grow it back. They're just being nice. Rude. Salute. How would or does DLSS or the like affect the Series X? It doesn't affect the Series S, Omar. So, a lot of people don't know this ab- about this reality, okay? So, you're asking a question that many people are in the dark on. So, don't feel bad about not knowing this, Okay. DLSS is an NVIDIA feature, okay? You have to have NVIDIA hardware to use the deep learning system that NVIDIA's come up with. So whatever version we're on now, DLSS, somebody in chat can say what version we're currently on. That's not in these consoles. So these consoles would have to leverage FSR. Currently, as an example, Final Fantasy 16 is using like FSR 1. Many people are hoping it can maybe upgrade to FSR 2 because FSR 2 is significantly better at pushing performance and doing things with, you know, dynamic resolution and frame rate and, and all of that, okay? So you cannot do DLSS on these consoles. They can leverage FSR, but even FSR... FSR has a long way to go to catch up. We're on DLSS 3. Thank you. That's the latest version we're on. See, I I know enough. So if you don't ever feel bad for not knowing something, I know just enough to tell you what I just told you, and that's all I can basically say. I don't know much more than that, right? You look like the universe started in 1776. <laughs> Shut up, Harry. <laughs> Eugene says the S has to last five more years. Right, like in 2028, are we going to be facing this reality? You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm not trying to hate I'm genuinely like listen to what I said at the end of my opening monologue I said I am continuing to go through an evolution as a gamer if you would have told me back in 2020 when I was planning on buying a series X if you would have told me you're gonna end up going back to PC you're you're gonna end up building a strong PC you're gonna go back to PC you're gonna do that you're gonna have a PS5 and whatever Nintendo does I would have been like I don't know I don't want to do that that's not what I want to do that's the evolution that I'm like looking to to doing I would like to nominate DK Baker for some kind of award dude is always gifting here We should have an award. I could ask uh, Quiet Shy to maybe track that. Who does the most amount of single gifteds, right? I kind of agree with you. DK Beggar is always greasing the wheels. I mean, you guys set it up right now. Somebody could slam this home with a five bomb, and we're already at 50. I've been streaming for 51 minutes. That's insane. That's like a member a minute. The Series S can die now. The One X is better than the Series S. You guys that keep talking like that, that's not an option. I love you. I'm mad at the Series S as well. But homies, that's not an option. That's the console. That's the one they're focused on. The facts are the facts at this point. There's not Like, listen... The Xbox guys that don't like me, just track with me here. Rissit, Rissit comes in with a 10 bomb and takes us all the way to 55, conveniently setting up a 20 bomb that would get us to 75. He just laid up with the layup. I, that's a layup chain. That's insane. Track with me here for just a second, okay? I, I, I don't get why people dislike me be- so much because of my takes on Xbox. Like, If you don't like me because of me, I'm not going to lose sleep over that. That's the world, right? There's people that don't like you, too. That's, you know, you just got to accept that as an adult. People aren't going to like you, okay? But to dislike me so much because of my takes on Xbox, just track with me for just a second. I want you to st- take all that defense. Take all that 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 loyalty, okay? You're defending the Series X and the S. You're defending Xbox. Okay, Take all that loyalty. Detective Seeds! drops it the 20 bomb layup walks it all the way to 75 single-handedly i told you why people don't like you i love you brooklyn breed i do that message that voice message you sent me that one day in discord man it it really touched me you know what i'm saying it was really heartfelt thank you and i know what you're saying i know what you're saying but just track with me i i feel like i can convert some of these people to be sensible members of this community come in here and take up for xbox okay i want you to do that i invite you to do that we can be friends i I truly am hoping some people will put the pitchforks down why let's just be friends friends that disagree my gosh what a what a treasure that is that you're missing out on anyway take all that defense of series x and series s you're defending it you're defending it it's awesome it's awesome okay If that's true, and the Series S is so good, there's nothing wrong with me saying the Series S is the main console. Do you understand? Track with me here. I'm granting your point that the Series S is awesome. I'm granting. I'm saying, okay, the Series S is awesome. That's fine. It's the main console. It is... The one they're focusing on. By Microsoft's own admission, they gave more raw materials to cloud than Series X. They just launched an upgraded version of the Series S. It's not scandalous for me to say that. If you are so in favor of Xbox and the Series S and the Series X, I'm not saying anything scandalous when I say it's the main console. Thank you, Joker, for a single gifted after Detective Seeds. Joker is the agent of chaos serendipitous right joker is the agent of chaos thank you for doing that bumping us up to the next goal eugene says in two years maybe less on playstation the min spec will be the ps5 and then you'll also have the ps5 pro which platform will be more appealing to developers especially right if you guys just got gifted a membership i invite you to stick around today we end every day with a members only debrief thank you guys so much for being here Doc Dark said it as well. The S is the main console. Right, that's not scandalous to say. So just let's just walk through this together, okay? Just Let's just go on a little journey together. I'm trying to be your friend because I really truly feel like some of you are missing out on a great community and a great time. Like, I, I mean this. This is heartfelt. Like, I think a lot of you just need to chill the frick out and you can hang out here and have a good time, okay? Just come with me on this little journey here. This is a journey of just facts and truth. I'm not going to get all hyperbolic. I'm not, I'm not going to get fire and brimstone. Alright? So, Series S is amazing. You're okay, sure, if you think that, I'm not going to argue with you there. Microsoft seems to agree with you. It's the main console. I gotta talk about the fact that it's a weaker console that requires more development time. I have to say that. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying, that's the reality. Matt Booty himself conceded this it takes more dev time right now we have it on good authority from Baldur's Gate 3 if you want to launch a game on series s you're going to have to make compromises i'm speaking in facts only okay i'm this is just facts move along with me here now we're at compromise stage of the discussion you have to ask the question do developers want to do that two, three, four, and 5 years from now? Do you think in 2026, 2027, in 2028, do they want to bring games to the market that they of necessity had to compromise on? I'm just speaking facts. Just stay with me. Don't get upset and attack me. Just track with me here, okay? We we came all the way from over here. The Series S is awesome. It's the main console. It's the most saturated one in the market. It's going to require compromises. Basic question. Do you think developers are going to want to do that? If the answer to that question is no, then now you don't need to be mad at me. You would be like, well, man, Lono's concern is totally valid. That's a valid concern that, you're cons- that devs might skip. Even if they don't skip, you're going to get you're going to get a bunch of compromises. And and let's ask another question: If you're going to have to make all those compromises, just how much tender love and care, just how much attention, do you think the game is going to get on the Series X? Just how much next-gen power do you think I'm going to get out of my Series X when developers have to spend a bunch of time making compromises for the Series S? Series S is an entry point this gen, but in my opinion, it is good for families and young kids as it's cheaper. I still think it was a bad decision, as in two years, big games will skip it. Plumley's, you're... Man, see, that's a sensible position. And I think dislike, disingenuous disinformation is saying... Who the series S four is irrelevant. This is about developers. Plumley's is Plumley's is granting what I'm saying. He's like, man, I listen. I this thing was, uh, you know, this is entrance level. Entrance level's fine, but big games are probably going to skip this thing, man. They're, that's fair. That's that's totally like a measured and calm position. We don't need to yell at each other about this kind of stuff. I'm I'm genuinely trying a new approach today. This is a little bit of a different approach to this topic. I hope it leads to maybe a better discussion than just everybody getting wound up and irritated. Don't forget the companies, it costs them more development time and money to release an inferior version. That's another aspect of the question, Eugene. Exactly right. Do they want to spend more time and resources to do what? To compromise? You, If you're going to spend more time and resources on something, is that what you want to spend it on? You can't skip the S, Brooklyn Breed. It's a matter of policy. I went through that in the, in the show open. Microsoft will not let you skip the Series S. It's not an option. You can't do it. Good thing Xbox is about to have all those first-party studios... To focus on the Series S and X. Oh, oh. Oh man. Joe C. Are you gonna take me there? Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I have a monologue for you. Don't worry. This is related to Activision Blizzard. I really don't want to talk about that stinking deal, okay? I'm gonna give you guys. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. If you... (laughs) Golly, we got to keep it. Keep the temperature down. Let's keep the temperature down. Keep it down. Okay? Don't get all upset. Don't get all upset. Let's all stay calm. Five spot from Darth Biscuit. Bro is just mad that the Xbox Series S is the best console made. (laughs) LOL, JK. Thank you, Darth Biscuit. Don't go there. Now, I'll give you five minutes. This is a very sensible thing to talk about. Okay? Let's imagine right now... That what the developers at Larian are dealing with with Baldur's Gate 3 is just a glimpse behind the curtain at what other developers have been dealing with. Why that guy said, that guy that deleted his tweet and he said, there are people trying to skip the Series S. Okay? What do you think Activision Blizzard property looks like five years into this forced setup they won't have any choice okay so if you really like Activision Blizzard property you have to consider that don't you again go all the way back to our very sensible conversation of logic that we had can we see the bottom of your shirt yeah you got Bill and Ted and I think the cigarettes Constantine isn't it yeah yeah, John Wick, Neo, Constantine, and Bill and Ted. If you want to get this, there's a shirt link in the description, or you can use the shirt command in chat. Silent Warrior with 22 months. It's a VIP. Do you think that since the Series X is technically the mid-gen upgrade, that in a year or two Microsoft can justify moving away from the S? No. How can you move away from it? How they're saturating Silent. They're saturating the market with more Series S's. The Series X got less raw materials than cloud. Series X is not a priority. They're not saturating the market with it. Track with me here. We just walked through very sensible logic of if the Series S is so great, it makes sense that it's the main console. It's what Microsoft is focusing on. They're going to have to be compromises made with games. Forget about Activision Blizzard for a second. Hmm. This is so personal for me. What about Hellblade 2? What about Hellblade 2? Diablo 4 runs great on the Series S, but it's at 1080, homie. I need actual evidence for the assertions being made and I'll get behind it. You need evidence for the assertions being made. Halo, first party developer, scrap split screen. Why? We know why. Larian comes out and says, we can't get split screen to work to the same standard. A developer speaks out and says, companies right now are asking asking to skip the Series S. IGN claims there's a growing amount of developers asking to skip the Series S. Matt Booty takes a question in a recent interview. He confirms building for the Series S is more challenging. That That's all evidence, buddy. That sounded condescending. Frick, that's all evidence, my man. Like, I didn't mean to call you buddy. It slipped out. That's That sounds so condescending. Buddy, pal... I'm not trying to do that to you. I, I genuinely mean, like, come on. That's all evidence, dude. That's all evidence. Hellblade 2 will be compromised for the Series S, calling it now. That is one feature. You Okay, that's one feature, but I want you to imagine something with me. How limited is the power of the Series S that it couldn't run Halo Infinite split screen? Have you ever looked at Halo Infinite? It's not it's not a next gen game. Now you could probably make a pretty compelling argument. I'll give you that. I'll give you this argument. I'll do it for you. Lona, you're blowing this out of proportion. Split screens not a feature that's in high demand. We all know it's like double the rendering power. It was always a struggle on the old consoles. It's going to be a struggle on future consoles. You know, how many PS5 games are launching with split screen? Okay. That's not that's not bad pushback. You could you could do that. You could take Halo Infinite and you could weaken that in the argument. You could take Baldur's Gate 3, you could weaken that in the argument and you could say, "Lono, This is split-screen. As long as as we're not dealing with split-screen, this shouldn't be an issue for the Series S. I'm not compelled by that. I think we've seen much more about just how limited that system is. As an example, Diablo 4 was just kind of put out there. Okay? Diablo 4 is an isometric dungeon crawler. They couldn't even give you the promised... 1440 60 in Diablo 4. That's how weak that system is. They have to give you 1080 60 in Diablo 4. That's bonkers, dude. Ducks with a $10 super chat. Let's face it. They're having these problems with Baldur's Gate 3. Imagine bigger releases like GTA 6. It's not going to really hurt Xbox. It's going to hurt the developer too. Massive Street Fighter downgrade says hi. You understand how power scales? If you reduce the resolution and the CPU are the same, there will be no compromise in features. That is false. That's not true. That is not true. If all you had to do was lower the resolution, and the CPUs are not the same, it's got less teraflops, homie. They're not the same. So, I, people will say it's a marginal power difference, but. The Series S has a weaker CPU than the Series X. The guys from ID Software walked through that. The one guy at ID Software said, "He, he said, uh, how did he phrase it? I'll find you the quote." These are the these are optimization geniuses, by the way. I take I take their word on this to be pr- to be pretty strong. These guys are very good at optimizing games. They got you know Doom. They got Doom to run on a Nintendo Switch. This guy here, Billy Kahn, he's a lead engine programmer at uh, id Software. He said, aggressively lowering the render resolutions will marginally help, but will not completely counteract the deficiencies. So, listen, we were told in a video that Microsoft set to private. They don't want you to see this video anymore. It's a Series S video. He says in the video that the only difference you'll see is they're going to lower the resolution to 1440. That's not true. There's been significant graphic, significant graphical degradations in games like Street Fighter, Diablo 4 goes all the way down to 1080, Halo Infinite has to go down to Dynamic 1080 just to give you 60 FPS. That's a first party title. That's a first party title that that had to do well below what they promised us. They promised us 1440. Yeah, that'll be the only difference. That That's not true. Panic Button was responsible for Doom on the Switch. Wait, did a sp- Oh, have I been misspeaking all this time? They did id Software didn't help at all with that? Ah, come on. Who- They- They were just ported by Panic- What are you calling them? I'm getting educated here. Panic, Button, Doom, Switch. Um... Panic Button launched Doom on the Nintendo Switch on November the 10th. Originally, it was Dawned the Impossible Port, a challenge we were willing to take. So Panic, but- Panic Button Games has a blog about this. So, I didn't realize that. I mean, id Software are still optimization geniuses, like Doom Eternal is amazing, right? There's some really great breakdowns of why that game looks and runs as well as it does. But I have to take that back. I can't. I can't use that arg. Well, it's not necessarily an argument. It was just these guys are optimization geniuses. I always thought they were the ones that got it to run on the Switch. I, it was a porting company called Panic Button Games. They're earning their keep. I don't. I wonder how many games Nintendo's having them do. Panic Button says that Doom Eternal was the hardest Switch port they've done. I wonder if they worked at all with ID Software on it the port was no small task as doom eternal represents not only what could be described as the best fps ever made it was also one of the most impressive looking titles on pc in 2020 speaking to nintendo everything senior producer and lead engineer they laid out how the port became a reality in the midst of the sickie uh da, 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 da. although the projects might seem similar in concept both games ran on different engines hang on When the project first began, Panic Button had already experienced a successful port of Doom from 2016, but the team quickly realized this was a different level altogether. The projects might seem similar, but they ran on different engines. ID Tech 7 is truly a next-gen engine and extremely well-optimized in general. This presents particular challenges when porting to the Switch. Okay. With Doom Eternal, id Software left no stone unturned. We had to dig deeper to achieve our target performance. Okay. So the team that brought Doom Eternal to the Switch is praising id Software as being exceptional at optimization. They're saying that this thing was so well optimized. This could mean looking for an exploit in memory or optimizations that might have been missed when the game was first made, Right. Unfortunately, quote, with Doom Eternal, id Software left no stone unturned. We had to dig deeper to achieve target performance. They're basically saying it was already so well optimized, it was extremely difficult to go further. So, okay, I need to adjust that point when I make it. I didn't know that. That's new information. I wonder, that's, that's, that's interesting to know if they're doing any more big ports to Nintendo Switch. Because that's always been the question, right? When we hear about games coming to the Nintendo Switch, we're like, how on earth are you going to get that game to run over there? In any case, the point stands. id Software have earned some respect. These guys are very good at optimization. And if they're telling you that's going to be a problem and just lowering resolutions not going to do that much, I gotta take them at their word, right? Just because they didn't bring Doom Eternal to the Nintendo Switch doesn't suddenly mean they're not very good at optimization. We know they are. Optimization is uh, very hard and costs a lot of time and money. The PS5 Pro is not sustainable. They must try to bring us a slim model. That's not at all. I don't agree with that at all. Number one, they're not. They don't need to bring you a slim model they're bringing a unified SKU by stripping everything down to the digital and then they'll have the external drive that's going to lower production costs that's going to help them actually get more of them in uh in production that's going to help them hit their targeted saturation that's going to help them surpass it's looking like they're going to surpass ps4 market saturation ps5 pro is according to the rumors going to accelerate ray tracing that again is important to developers maybe not to you but it's important to developers the CPU cores are definitely a little weaker on the Series S, but what seems to make it a lot weaker is the low memory bandwidth. Memory bottlenecks are common. Many non-tech people don't realize that. Yeah, that that was... Nobody has ever tried to say it's the CPU, but what the guy in chat was saying was like, oh, just lower the resolution. You know, the CPUs are the same. It'll be fine. It's like, that hasn't been the case with the Series S, like, at all. Will PS5 price go down soon? it will go down when the ps5 pro launches i mean it'll go down in essence because you'll only be able to buy the digital at 400 the the one with the disc drive for 500 will no longer be in the market so when the pro launches they'll drop the price of the of the 5 right so the 5 will drop to i don't know 300 and then they'll sell the the pro for I don't know, five fifty or six hundred, I'm not sure. PS five will go up, not down? No, I don't think so. All signs point to a price reduction of the PS5 long term because of cost reduction by unifying SKU. Unifying SKU unifies production lines. It makes you more efficient and more effective. It gives you better margins on your product. I don't think there's any analysis that points to PS5 going up in price. I've not seen any. I mean, maybe there's new analysis coming out. Maybe they're like, we can do whatever frick we want. Xbox is so dadgum far behind. I just, I don't see them doing that. With the strong lead that they have right now, raising, uh, raising their, raising their price would be, I think, a huge mistake. I think that would really hurt them. Uh... Inflation? I mean, PS5 already went up 50. The PlayStation 5 increased price in markets due to currency fluctuations. There was issues with the yen and some other currencies. They weren't the only company to do that. That was more of a global response to uh, issues with currency. Value of currency was dropping in some places. That there, there's not this. Oh yeah, PS5's more expensive everywhere. It went up and it went up in regions of the world where currency was dropping in its in its uh, value. But the yen like plummeted. They were that plenty of tech companies did that in response to the yen. So I don't I don't think that you're gonna see. I, I don't think you're gonna see a bunch of price increases on on the PS5 going forward. Diablo 4 release on all consoles and PCs. If they couldn't release on PS5, would the game have looked different? I don't understand your question. How are those two things logically connected? If they shrunk the launch footprint of Diablo, why would it have looked different? I, because, what's, the, what's your reasoning there? PS5 price drop announcement will happen when the ABK deal goes through. They have no need to drop the price for the product everybody wants. I don't know if they're gonna jump I don't know if they're gonna jump on dropping price when they unify the skew. I mean they certainly could consider it. PS5 is discounted in Europe by a hundred now or soon, says Eugene. Profit maximization is the name of the game. Sure, but hardware adoption is what leads to their profit maximization. Like, profit maximization on the hardware is not the goal. The goal is market saturation. And I believe they're already doing very well. Most of the time, these devices have no margins. They're sold at a loss. I'm fairly certain... PS5 is not sold at a loss. The Nintendo Switch is definitely not sold at a loss. And I believe the Series X is. Might be why they, they deprioritized it. I don't know where the Series S lands. Sony would double the price if it wasn't for the ABK deal in Limbo. That That's a nonsense statement. That's not true. They would double the price. Do you think when you're in the lead and demand for your product is insane, you double the price? You disrupt the market demand for your products and harm your growth trajectories and your saturation projections <laughs> yeah one for the abk deal man playstation to be out here charging a grand what what weird podcast did you just come from that's just ridiculous unifying the skew will drop the price and help with production so i see it going to 350 when the pro launches at 550 you think Xbox falling behind so much last generation has hurt this generation or would Xbox still do what it's doing if the one was as successful as the 360 I think if we would have had a more neck-and-neck race last gen oh yeah I think we'd be in a very different situation now I think Microsoft I think funny enough this you know everybody thinks I'm a pony I think Microsoft made the right decision at some level they had to chart out a different pathway to to cloud and gaming everywhere and PC because I think they, they just knew there's, there's nothing we can do now. We'll always be playing from behind. So, I believe that they could have invested more heavily in the tech and their first party studios and started doing kind of what Nintendo was doing, like really really buckling down on their first party studios really buckling down on the tech. Like, really make the Xbox Series X stand apart from a tech standpoint, okay? However, however, I don't think that would have caught them up in the way that they want to catch up. Does that make sense? I think they could have closed the gap more this this time around had they done that. I do. I think there would be more, like, there would have been a higher demand for Series X, higher demand for their tech, higher demand for their property and their titles if they would have taken that track, but I don't think it would have been to the degree that they wanted to see. Microsoft doesn't want to like, b- like play catch up, and like, oh, we're gonna close the gap behind Sony. I think they wanted to take a whole different route. Reforge is definitely coping. Sony released a statement before the release of the PS5, saying the PS5 cost 550 to produce. Going forward though, I believe they're going to be making a margin on it. I wasn't talking about in the first year. Generally in the first year it sold at a loss. Homie, we're 3 years in. I don't think they're selling them at a loss anymore. I'm I'm coping? Like come up with new language. You just you sound like someone who just like absorbs Twitter language and just uses it. Like what do you mean I'm coping? I believe at this point in time, they're selling at some type of a margin on the PS5. And when they unify the SKU, I also believe that's going to lead to a margin on the box instead of selling at a loss. The cost, the cost struggles in the first two years have been resolved. I don't think we're in that scenario anymore. When did Sony say that? I've seen estimates of 300 to 400 to produce. Jim Ryan said PS5 was already profitable. Yeah, like I'm not coping. I said something that's that's, that's discoverable in the public. Like you can hear and find articles on this. <clears throat> There's evidence pointing to margins on the PlayStation 5 per unit. They announced they were no longer selling at a loss a while back. Yeah. I, I don't I didn't feel like I was saying anything that outlandish. I was like, I'm pretty sure we've all seen this. This is a this is a development this generation. I think the disc model was the first to net profit. Yeah, because the price being so high. Guys, do me a favor me a favor we've been live for about an hour and 20 minutes give me 400 likes on the video we've slowed a little bit down on the likes thank you for a crazy big day already on the member count i already owe you a bunch of members i owe you 15 members keep that coming let me give you a bit of a recap let's get things back on course because we always tend to do this like we tend to we tend to like all of a sudden end up over in sony land and like i I wasn't trying to bring up Sony. I was trying to bring up market saturation differences, and that's why we landed here. So we got to kind of come back. I don't want to discuss Sony's pricing. That doesn't really have any relevance to Series S and what we learned from this Larian interview. So Larian Studios is the team behind Baldur's Gate 3, and it became known that they couldn't get this thing to the same standard on Series S and X when it came to split screen. Now, when I cover this the first time that it broke, everybody told me it's not Series S, it's not Series S. The recent interview with IGN confirms it's the Series S. It's That's the one they're having the trouble with. There are now Xbox engineers helping Larian get this thing to where it can launch on the uh, Xbox. Now, they don't know if they'll be able to get it out this year uh, on Xbox, And currently, the launch date of Baldur's Gate 3, the Baldur's Gate 3 release date, is kind of weird because they they split it. So they slice it down the middle. The original date was August 31st. They've backed that up on PC. Okay? The PC version of Baldur's Gate 3 will launch on August the 3rd now. So it's earlier in the year. And then PlayStation 5 got bumped back by like a week to September the 6th. So... I don't understand why they're saying a day before Starfield's effective September 1 release date. Why why are they saying that? Is early access on Starfield that early? It was my understanding that you could get is it 72 hours or is it a whole week? Cuz my understanding was that it was September the 6th. Are you able to play on that Friday with early access? It seems like Baldur's Gate 3 is trying to avoid Starfield. It also seems like September the 6th on PlayStation 5 is a weird choice. I don't know why you wouldn't just bump it back to even later in September. You're still within that week of Starfield. Is it five? It's five days early. Okay, thank you. I thought it was 72. The last couple have been 72. That's five days early. They're getting closer and closer to what I think they should do with Game Pass. Please explain why you are making it seem so absolutely difficult to adjust for Series S when devs have to ensure PC games work on an astronomical number of PC configurations. That's a fair question, Hadigan. It is. I think the difficulty there is, when you develop for PC, what you do is is you give people the option to turn things down. It's a different landscape. So a lot of times, also on PC, what they'll do is their min-spec recommendations Continue to go up. Okay. So Baldur's Gate 3 as an example. Okay. Let's go look at their min spec requirements and their recommended spec requirements because that's going to be the issue. When you look at the Xbox, they can't give you the choice to be like, oh, yeah, just turn this stuff off. Just turn off texture mapping, turn off, uh, draw, turn, draw distance off. You you see what I'm saying? So PC still has min spec, but you as the PC owner can kind of drag things down there. As an example, they're recommending 16 gig of RAM on PC for Baldur's Gate 3. Their min spec requirements, 8 gig of RAM. Now there's 8 gig of usable RAM... In the Xbox Series S, the difference is that min spec requirement, again, you're you're taking things down in the game, okay? And if you're taking things down in the game, you might also have eight gig of RAM that is faster RAM than what's in the Series S. You're also not trying to do split screen on PC. That's the issue. They're trying to do split screen on. On the Xbox, and that memory constraint is making it to where they can't get it to run at the same standard. Now they're saying that, which they're being very nice. They probably can't get it to run very well at all because of that memory bottleneck. So that's the difference. When they ship it on the Series S, they have to preemptively, as they said in the interview, make a bunch of compromises. Thank you, Aaron Wright, with seven months and a member plus. Just dropping by to say what up. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Aaron. I was literally crying with laughter Friday night. That was the best Friday night stream I can remember. I don't even remember what we were joking about. Blitz screen is actually quite a demanding process. I can see why it may struggle on the Series S. It will be fine on the X. Xbox just want both versions to launch at the same time. That's right. That's right. So what they have to do, it was a fair question to be like, I don't understand what's the problem with the S. They always they always get things to run, you know, min spec on a PC. Again, there's a giant difference because on PC you can go in and turn a bunch of stuff off on your own. They give you control on PC over your experience. Listen, you can be a dum-dum and you can try and turn things up on a really on a really weak PC and the game's gonna run like garbage. And that's just a self-inflicted form of stupidity if you're doing that, right? Like, the average person's not doing that. If you're running min-spec requirement here, if you're running a GTX 970, and you got 8GB of RAM and an Intel i5, that's their min-spec requirement for Baldur's Gate 3. If you're running that hardware, and you go in and turn a bunch of stuff up, it's either going to crash, or it's not going to run very well at all. And that's you doing that to yourself. So, what they have to do for the Series S is they have to go in and turn that stuff off just by default. And they have to find the sweet spot. Even somebody running min-spec of Baldur's Gate 3 is still going to have performance issues, more than likely. You're running the weakest hardware on the market, right? Here's the other thing to consider. Min-spec is a rising tide. So PC min specs are going to keep going up. Why? Because games are just trying to do more. They're demanding more. So as min spec tide rises, the concern would be that the Series S falls below that tide line. And now you're not just making compromises. You're coming to the conclusion that like we can't even ship a game over there. That's the concern that I have. We know the trajectory of this industry. We know we've all been here before. We know games go too hard. we know games push too push too far and it becomes impossible for for, for games to to run well. I, I think a good example that I use in my opening monologue of scope creep that leaves things behind was cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, had I think the worst. It's the worst situation of scope creep we probably ever seen. Just over time, that game become it just became nuts. It's like, what is this? What did you guys do? What happened? Min spec in the market suffered. What was min spec in the market? The old gen consoles. So you just track with technology's arc and the Series S will fall below the tide line and then developers are going to say bro that's not what we want to do this generation are you freaking kidding me think about it completely different uh, from a completely different standpoint Cyberpunk is gorgeous though I mean that's debatable it ran like a piece of literal trash on old gen consoles people got refunds it got ripped out of the PlayStation store okay I want to say regardless of the argument, the headline the headline comes off very clickbait. It's my belief, and I argued for it. I think, obviously, this is my opinion. I think I argued rather well in the show open that the Series S is hurting my Series X. I believe that. I argued for that. That's not clickbait. That's what I think. You don't have to like what I'm thinking. If you don't like what I'm thinking or saying, that doesn't make it clickbait. Somebody could literally write an article that says... The Nintendo Switch is holding back this generation, and I would I, I can't call that clickbait, even though I disagree with that. I'm like, how how you know how is the Nintendo Switch holding back this generation? It's not even a next gen piece of equipment, right? They're welcome to think that and argue that in their article. It doesn't make it clickbait just because I don't like what they're saying. I don't even think it's opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'm treading lightly. I don't think it's opinion either. I think it's a matter of fact at this point that my Series X is being harmed by the Series S. I believe that. I think that's a fact. We've got got to demonstrate it in the market right now. Let's, if I was, imagine I was a huge Baldur's Gate 3 fan. Imagine if I only owned a Series X. Do you know how frustrated I would be right now? I'm like, what, are you kidding me? You you think just, just think about that for just a second. Think about that. Think about your brothers in arms. All these people, you know, you wanna you wanna link arm in arm and and really take up for Xbox, right? Well, you have to ask the question What about the guy next to you that bought a Series X? He's not allowed to be like, yo, this is kinda lame, bro. This is <laughs> This isn't this doesn't seem fair to me. I bought the more expensive console. You're at a place where it's more economical for you to buy the entrance one. That's totally fine. There's no judgment here. There's no judgment. Maybe I bought a better TV than you, okay? Maybe I'm at a place in life where I can spend more money on my electronics. My really nice TV, if it started getting lower performance or not as much stuff... Because the company that made it also made a cheaper model that you were able to buy were in different places in life. That devalues my purchase. That's a fair point that can't be denied. Thank you. I I, I really am trying to come out here and say, look, I've been completely mislabeled and maligned, right? Completely mislabeled and maligned. And I put out a clip... ...about hold the line... ...and you want to take personal shots at me... ...you want to attack my character... ...and drudge up crap from the past... ...I now see the kind of person that you are... ...I I see the lack of integrity... ...I see the dishonesty... ...right? I was willing to give people a fair shake... ...and think, you know... ...you want to say that, that's fine... ...I don't agree with that mentality... ...I don't agree with this idea of attacking people... ...for criticizing Xbox... ...but you want to come at me personally... You want to make it personal? I, th- that just shows who you are as a person. It's it's self-admittance that you lack integrity. You lack character. So, I'm, I'm not going to get into it with you guys on that one. I'm not. I'm not even getting in the ring. I've said my piece about what I think this generation... My big speech the other day about drawing lines instead of holding the line, that was literally after like a 10-minute history lesson of why I'm so disappointed with Xbox. It's a brand that I believed in. It's a brand that I bought into, and I'm incredibly disappointed. And if my disappointment, if my criticism causes you to smear, malign, and attack, you're admitting your lack of character. It doesn't do anything to me. I, I, I don't care about petty name-calling on Twitter. I'm, I'm commentating on a piece of equipment that I bought, not giving me what I wanted let's fast forward three months if I spend a bunch of time and research and I talk with some people that know more than me and I invest in a really really strong PC if that PC started to give me trouble or started to have problems and games weren't running very well and I was being critical and I was complaining I was like this is not what I bought into nobody would be like I can't believe you can't believe you out here hating on PC. You would be like, yeah, that's that's a huge bummer when you buy something and it doesn't do what you expected it to do, you know. Especially in the technology realm, nobody likes when stuff's not working. You know, if something breaks, if something locks up. I'm not even bashing the Series S at this point. I've granted. I walked through this uh, argument earlier. I've granted that you think the Series S is great. Okay. you you, you've granted i'll grant you that point series s is great and it's the main console the series s is so great that microsoft believes it should be the main console it should be the main focus they're focusing on making more distributing more they've even given you an upgraded version with more hard drive space So, but yeah okay yeah it's a great console I don't need to bash it it's the main console I can just quote developers I can just point to the narrative that's developing in the market and say, this is what these developers are encountering. This is what they're having to do. I think that's going to diminish my experience on the Series X. That leads to more dissatisfaction as a consumer. Like, if somebody would have told me, this generation, you're going to go back to PC gaming, Lono, I'd have been like, no, I am not. I'd have pulled up that Scarlet, Project Scarlet trailer. I'd have pulled up that Xbox Series X blog. And I'd have been like, I have no reason to go back to PC gaming. Look at what I'm going to be able to plug into my TV. You should have known better. Companies lie. That's a lazy non-response. I I, I never would have imagined I'd get three years into this gen and been like, I, I guess I'm going back to PC. No one's saying Series S is good. Plenty of people think it's good. They argued for months that it was better than the PS5. Bashing has come to simply mean saying anything critical and true that I don't like. So F yes, we are bashing the S. What's good, Derek? PC is the future. More people uh, bought the cheaper one. Who would have thought? I, however, have the X and this is crap. Here's the thing, Yido Rob. Hang on a minute though, track with me here. It's not just because it was cheaper. They made more of them. Show of hands in chat. Do you know someone, or did you yourself buy a Series S because it was what was available and you got tired of waiting? Show of hands. Every time this comes up, I have people that say that. They're like, it was the only one I could get. I got so tired of waiting, I just bought the Series S. They made more of them. It was a priority. They gave less raw materials to the Series X. They gave more raw materials to cloud development. I believe developers are the real issue. How many games are releasing completely broken? I feel companies are cutting QA and that's a root cause. The mentality has come, ship now, fix later. Yeah. Metallica bought a Series S because it was the only thing available. I bought a Series S because I couldn't get an X. Geek to sneak. By the way, I think this is probably one of the best discussions we've had about this. I I tried a slightly different approach today in how I tackled this subject and I feel like it's been a much better conversation. I'm stubbornly patient, says Mac. Yeah, it took me a while to get a PS5. Yeah. Because of all the scalping that was going on. I bought my Series S specifically for State of the K2 and State of the K3. I'm a PS5 main currently, so I haven't been to attach this argument. However, I see both sides. This generation coming up right now isn't going to adopt PC gaming. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I agree with that. I I think what I'm about to do with a PC, that's going to be a rare response. I don't think a lot of people want to do that. I don't think a lot of people want to do that. It's a, it's a headache to try to get into PC gaming. If when I say get into PC gaming, if you're not currently in PC gaming, Thrifty says still a pony though. LOL. Morning overslept, just coming in. Twitter warriors digging up the past again. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was really disappointed in the way in the way that people responded to that. You know, I just think, again, I just think people show their insecurity and their lack of character. I If, if you can't take somebody pushing back on what you think and believe, if that's going to be your response, buddy, you're as frail as a leaf. You are frail. I would be embarrassed to be that frail and that upset by somebody disagreeing with me. I think it's embarrassing as a man. I'm gonna get a monster PC. Oh, for sure. I'm not like you can't future proof. Future proof's a misnomer. <laughs> and when you build a PC, but I'll do my best. The only issue from where this is the Series S wasn't being used except for Netflix and Disney Plus. So I've been using my gaming laptop. Uh, I just actually got a new gaming laptop of the 4060. So I don't need to get an Xbox at all right now. I'd love to get a PC. Yo, Claymore says, it's been a while since somebody rang the bell, so he rings the bell up to 81. Thank you very much. That's a a layup. That's a layup setup for 101. (laughs) We announced all of the, uh, all the all the big dogs from last month. The five big dogs. It was impressive. It was impressive. Uh... The winner the winner last month of the Eknor award was Mitch followed by Risic, Patrick Blanker, Stone Spire Hall and YouTube Lurker. That's our top 5. Really appreciate what you guys bring. Firm handshakes is right. There's no future-proofing PCs, right? It's kind of like waterproofing a deck, isn't it? <laughs> like yeah, it's it's good for how many years, right? You know, you're waterproofing a deck. You know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn. How, how long can you waterproof a deck these days? Don't you have to redo it every so many years? You know, future-proofing a PC. Okay. Yeah, it'll be solid for, you know, six months. And then it's, it's, it's out of date. Throw it away. <laughs> That's not how you say Mitch. Mitch! <laughs> People forget... That developers literally have to work with the low RAM available on the Series S, that without a doubt directly impacts the development capabilities that's available to them. Right. And according to the guys at id Software, you always have to start with the minimum, with the min spec. Okay? You got to start min spec. And I think when you do that, you automatically shortchange the Series X. You came in second. Yeah, Rissick. I'll tell you, you know how much you came in second by? Mitch did 251, you did 231. He beat you by 120 bomb. <laughs> he beat you by 120 bomb. Ain't that a son of a gun? Like a nice even 20. He he must have dropped one at the last minute or something. You guys were you guys were both going crazy last month. It was nice. That's why the beard's coming off. People are like, "What's going on with the beard?" I went down to a goatee. I think I'll do a mustache tomorrow, and then we'll go full shave after that. My older brother has been building and repairing PCs for over 30 years. If I wanted a PC, I'm covered. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Starfield is such a compelling game. I'm such a big fan already of Starfield that I was like, I'm going to get a dude, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a, a strong PC. I, I, I don't want to play that at 30 FPS. Okay, that's my preference. No hate. That's just my preference. But then I read this article from Larian and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to be a PC gamer when it comes to that side of the aisle. Right? If I'm going to play a game from Team Green, I'm going to play it on PC. My Series X is a $500 access point to game pass. That's it. It's it's not it just isn't a it's just isn't an next gen piece of equipment. I mean it is, but it's not being utilized in that way. You know? it would be like going into your friend's garage and he's got this amazing chainsaw. And you and you work in in you know, you're an arborist and you work with guys that that use equipment like that. And he's using his chainsaw like it's a hammer what are you doing that's not how that's supposed to be used you would, you would be so surprised but my issue is I look at my series x and I'm like this thing is so powerful according to you according to your marketing according to the specs inside of it and I'm not seeing it utilized I don't know what you're doing Let's let's flip it all the way around what's one of the primary complaints from pc gamers right now What's one, what's one of the primary complaints? Hopefully nobody ordered coffee. I had the coffee uh, alert turned off. Hopefully nobody did. Okay, I was like, the music's been playing, hasn't it? Um, one of the primary complaints from PC gamers lately is these multi-plats that come to PC and they run really terribly. Now, one of the reasons that PC gamers get really angry is because they spent and invested in a really really nice rig and a really really nice piece of equipment ports right russell exactly now what drives their frustration well it's cuz it runs bad well yes but what else what's the what's the what's the thing that really you know grinds their gears it's that if we If we invest in something for power, for performance, and for graphics, and we don't get that, that's uniquely frustrating. I kind of feel that way about my Series X. I kind of feel like the guy that invested in his PC and is getting a a game that runs bad. I'm not saying games run bad on the Series X. What I'm saying is is I'm not seeing the performance that I was promised in a similar fashion, you know. You're a good content creator, Lono, good speaker but you really rile up the troglodytes. And I don't know if it's on purpose to create daily content because it's basically your job. I don't, I that's the thing that I don't, I don't understand. People say I try to bait the other side. <laughs> so my children are nine and they're seven and they're dealing with being best buds and fighting. They kind of, waffle between those two universes okay it's like watching it's like watching an anime okay they're they're the best of friends and then suddenly there's betrayal and screaming and yelling like that okay it would make for a great anime i, I it would be amazing you'd love it every episode you wouldn't know who's who's happy or angry and something we've been trying to instill in our daughter because she's the older one is you know, just self-control. Don't don't let him upset you, right? Don't let it bother you so much. If you just ignored him, right, don't react, then he wouldn't keep doing it. Now, obviously, I, I look at my son and I say I, I say similar things. Quit goading but messing with her. Okay. So, in essence, the analogy here is my daughter is easily baited. She's easily baited to anger and frustration and lashing out at her brother. She's nine, okay. That's age appropriate for a nine-year-old. It's difficult. Even as adults, it's difficult. Like if somebody really bothers you to not lash out. And if, if, if me just putting out takes and what I think, being critical of Xbox or not being in support of, of the consolidative efforts of Microsoft with this Activision Blizzard deal, I'm against those things or I'm critical of those things. If that's considered baiting the other side, don't be so easily baited. Are you nine years old? Like you can't hear somebody speak critically of the thing that you like. You can't hear somebody speak critically of the company you like. Don't be so easily baited. It's not age appropriate. Like act like an adult is what I'm saying. Yeah, they're nine and seven now, Harry. Time flies, doesn't it? Time really flies. Mine are eight and ten. Girls eight, so I feel you there. Yeah, it's just it, that's the that's the that's where they are in life. That's where they are in life. You know, it's it, that's what kids do. When I was a child, I walked as a child, I talked as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Like, what are we doing? Like, wh- that's that's the path you're gonna choose. I just over video games. It boggles my mind. It really does. Uh, After about two hours with after, if you guys haven't seen this game yet, after the fall gameplay, I'm ready to give you my very own uh, after the fall review. Uh, This is a great VR game the pico four and i hope more games like this come out sorry i had to type a little flavor text i have a review coming for you guys today one of the way you respectfully check people while not using profanity is masterful don't let anyone tell you otherwise i've and i've never personally attacked anybody that's the difference between me and you is that you guys always want to not the people in chat right now the people that want to attack me personally that's the difference between me and you I've never attacked any of you personally I haven't that's not I've never done that I will never stoop to that level you I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna get pulled into that I'm not I'm not saying you're being malicious but the headline got me thinking well what about the Nintendo switch what about your argument about being nine? Why not make your argument in a nice manner? What did I just say that wasn't in a nice manner? What do you mean? What do you mean, what about the Nintendo Switch? How would the Nintendo Switch be affecting the games that get developed for the Xbox ecosystem? That's a non sequitur. They're not logically connected. The Nintendo Switch launched in 2017 as a portable gaming device. It didn't launch in 2020 as a next-gen console. Not the same at all. They're They're not even the same market share. Like, one's targeting a completely different approach to gaming, and it's portable, and it came out in 2017. The other is a next-gen console that promised to be the most powerful console available. Like, so the Nintendo Switch doesn't even factor in. And not say it in a nice way, homie, the way that I'm approaching being mercilessly attacked, maligned, and smeared, and my comeback is a very calm assessment of, it just says a lot about your character that you make it personal and you take swings at me, right? Like, I didn't say that in a nice way. That's about as nice as you could respond to the way people have been treating me. What are you talking about? They don't connect at all. Microsoft said it themselves. They only use Nintendo to pander. Yeah, even Microsoft internally doesn't view Nintendo as a competitor with respect to high-end console gaming. I think that's the thing. Even the title would trigger people before hearing the reasoning. Well, here's the issue. This you're responsible for yourself I'm not responsible for the way people get triggered by a title or a thumbnail so if, if your response to a title and a thumbnail is to get triggered do some heart work, do some soul work why? why on earth would that be so upsetting? why would it be triggering? what's the, what's the problem? That doesn't seem to, that doesn't seem to be a there's no impetus on me to consider who I may or may not trigger by a title or a thumbnail. You're responsible for your own response, reaction, your your own emotional stability. That's your responsibility. That's not my responsibility. That doesn't even make any sense. Like if people are going to get that triggered, take responsibility for yourself. It's it's just video games. It's a piece of plastic sitting in your living room, and my belief is that Xbox made decisions that is harming the thing that I bought into and invested in as a consumer. I I was pumped. I was, man. Oh man, this is this is this is gonna be amazing. I believed it. I believed it. I believed the hype. <laughs> I believed the hype. I was like. This thing's going to be awesome. And I'm three years in, and I'm just coming to grips with the fact that I don't think that's going to happen. Never thought about generational differences so much until recently. With the advancement of social media, the things that are fake and the level of civil discourse has dropped to the lowest point. Right, and I think that's something that is always a challenge with what we do here, is a lot of people who... Make content like that. It's a race to the bottom. So what they're doing is, is there? It's a race to the bottom. How quickly can we drag everything down into a mud-slinging insult fest? Because it works. Like it gets clicks. It gets people riled up. You get a, you get a positive feedback loop. What I mean is, you can go. And this is getting kind of deep here, but you could, this gets sociological. You can go on Twitter right now and you can say something outlandish and you'll get positive feedback for doing that. Clicks, retweets, insults, likes. Twitter adding that view counter to your tweet, seeing how many people have seen it. Oh my gosh, what a vanity injection that is to your ego. So that's the undercurrent beneath all of this is that. You are given positive reinforcement by being nasty, toxic, hyperbolic, reactionary. Whatever word you want to use, you're given positive feedback for doing that. And so what happens is, everyone's looking through that lens. They just assume, well, that's what Reforge is doing. You're baiting. You're, you're attacking. You're bashing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm not. I know what attacking and bashing looks like. I'm not doing that. Trust me. I bu- I've been on the other end of attacking and bashing for the better part of the last three years. I know what it looks like. I'm not attacking or bashing anyone, and I'm not attacking or bashing the Xbox. But because that's what people look at, that's what they just presume and assume. They presume and assume I'm playing the same game that they're playing. They're playing the game of... It's a race to the bottom. Say something nasty, outlandish, attack, whatever. You'll get positive feedback for doing that. And then they see me getting more views, more clicks, and more traction. And what did they do? They presume two things. I'm playing the same game they're playing, and I'm doing a better job. So jealousy gets inflamed, and they lash out. Like the tweet I saw over the weekend, I was like, it was just, there's other ways to admit you're just horribly jealous like I'm not playing the game you're playing I'm not but that positive feedback of well I say outlandish things and I get clicks and it makes me feel better so you must be doing the same thing and you getting a better of more responses and more clicks and more views well that's a slight to me they feel slighted by it it's like what are you doing? Didn't attack you at all. I didn't need to come into the chat while I'm doing whatever. I'm getting at perhaps why folks call you a pony. Just don't be surprised by 2025. We're talking new boxes for both. Oh, I don't think so, Gander. I think that's a fun discussion, Gander, but I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be another box uh, that early for Xbox. I think they are working on another box. I think they're working on a box to compete with the PS6. I don't think there's going to be like a mid-gen Xbox Series Pro or something. Lona was just hurt. Xbox lied to him like Doc and many others including me. Kind of doing the same thing. Just thing you're not really. No, I don't think so. I don't think grabbing relevant news and talking about it is the same as intentionally inflaming response i'm not even claiming to be neutral sean i'm not i'm not i've never claimed to be neutral i've just said i go where the games are you can't be neutral even if that's your position you can't be neutral i just go where the games are okay well what games do you like playing my answer to that question is a bias-laden response that will dictate my lean like, if all I really, really liked was sports games and driving games, th- my lean would be different, would it not? So, my bias is is in response to that question. So even if you say, "Oh, well, I just go where the games are, right? Okay, well, wh- what games do you like, Lono? And as, as soon as I list those games, those are all biases that I have. Do you understand, though, that my game type bias is not brand loyalty bias? There's a categorical difference between a bias driven by preferences. I prefer third-person action adventure games. I've just grown to love them. I really have. I played way too much Call of Duty and Unreal Tournament and Quake. I don't first-person shooters that are PvP rung me out like a rag, okay? And I ran into the arms of third-person action adventure games. I find them to be very, very enjoyable, okay? My bias And my preference for that is there, and I own it. That's not the same as a brand loyalty bias. A brand loyalty bias doesn't consider game, quality, value, none of that. It's an a priori commitment. It's a commitment that comes before. And that's what matters. So it doesn't matter how good a game is, or how bad a game is, or whatever happens. That commitment comes first. I am not playing that game. I never have. It's why I was so bewildered by all of this. I was like, I've always been an Xbox guy. Why is everyone yelling at me? I don't understand. Where is this coming from? To me, to me, there's a difference between owning a bias and a preference and having a brand loyalty bias. I think they're categorically different. You're just getting some respect from me. Not that that probably matters to you, but hey, everyone has a bias. Everyone has a per- personal preference. My personal preference is Xbox only because I don't have time for everything else. I don't have time for two consoles, so I decided only to have one and a PC. And I don't I don't I don't, I don't have anything against that at all. <clears throat> I don't. You don't even sound like your bias is brand loyal. You're, it sounds like your bias is um economically or pragmatically driven, like you you made a choice that was obviously driven by your preferences and stuff, but you weren't like, "Oh, I bleed green, so I won Xbox. it's well no, I didn't have time for both systems and I picked the one that I thought was going to be the best for me there's pragmatism at, at work there uh, there's economic reasons there, you know it, I don't have any problem with that at all. very well put thank you troll troll there's a common argument tactic going on out there lately in many arenas whereby people will try to convince you that you think a certain way and you didn't even know it it's sinister yeah it's a, there's a lot of projection that goes on there's a lot of projection that goes on again, We tend to see other people's actions and behavior. You can only really see it through your own experience in your own life. So if you are approaching a lot of these subjects in the public and the discourse in Twitter, and you're approaching it from a very hardcore brand loyal position, you will make the assumption that everybody else is doing the same thing. One of the reasons for that is, I believe there's another thing at play here. There's another thing at play. I think people that go out and bash one side, they tend to attract people that do the same thing from the from like the other side of the equation. Does that make sense? So, like a really hardcore PlayStation fan that goes out and says toxic, nasty things and calls you guys X bots, okay? What's he gonna attract? Well, he's gonna attract PlayStation fans that do the same thing, but he's also gonna attract Xbox fans that do the inverse. Sony Pony, Sony Pony, you and your movie games. Right? So they do this. So what happens is they start to develop a filtering lens to where, oh... This guy Reforge Gaming has been critical of Xbox the Series S. He doesn't want the Activision deal to go through. So what your brain does is you slide me over into this category and you're like, "Yeah, you're just like these guys over here. They're using your clips. They're using your streams. They really like you and they're using your stuff. So, yeah, you're you're just like them." because again thinking in false binaries is very common these days like you're either my enemy or you're my friend there's no room for anything in between so it's that's just what they they, they do they just create this false binary you're either a fan of this or a fan of that you said something negative i'm gonna slam you over here in this category and then once you're in that category it doesn't matter what you say you can't falsify this position you can't get out of this it doesn't matter what i say I'll point to all my Halo coverage, all my Starfield coverage, my history with Xbox. You know what they'll say? Oh, you're just trying to appear neutral. Do you see? This lens is now dictating everything. They filter me through that lens. Yeah, you're a, you're you're a that. So now that you're a that, everything you say comes through comes through that lens. And, and I don't want to fall prey to it. It's extremely easy to start doing it back. It's very easy to do it back and be like, well, you're just a uh, fill in the blank. Because what happens is, is the more people sort of attack you in that way and come at you in that way, you will start to kind of develop a bent toward it. You'll be like, yeah, well, you're this. Like Your instinct will be to lash back out because it's a never-ending cycle of... It basically is just a never-ending cycle of name-calling is all it really amounts to. At the end of the day, if you have a preference and are able to articulate logic behind an argument, great. When you start to Microsoft or Sony because they exist, you are a successful... Yeah. Yeah. It's like you work for them. Like you're an unpaid intern or employee. We're getting off topic low-key. I think it's relevant though, Brooklyn. I do. Because I think it's relevant to the fact that there's an undercurrent here in the Series S conversation that I I should be able to come to the market and say, I bought this Series X and, and I feel like that thing over there that y'all did, I didn't know that was coming out. I didn't know that was going to be the main box. That's hurting my experience over here. What you said happened on a podcast I watched. A certain person watched this podcast. A person who came on thought that the podcast was primary that type of person, and it wasn't. You're speaking so generically I can't tell what you're saying, assumed parasite. I never felt like I was missing anything owning Sony or PlayStation products until I started uh, streaming GT Sport and GT7 gameplay, and now I find it's just haters trying to get likes. By the way, congratulations on 30.1. Yeah, we screamed past 30k. I was very happy with that. That was last week was last week was tough. It kind of wrung me out like a rag. I really rested over the weekend cuz it that was that was not. It was emotionally taxing. To try to stay calm and to be merciless it's just it's merciless. Like I don't even check Twitter. I I I try to like send out a little tweet or try to interact with people here and there, try to have a little bit of a laugh and it's like I got sent a couple of screenshots and then I saw the, the hold the line guy respond to a tweet that was just so nasty and just reprehensible and he responded to it and was like, okay, All right. I get, I I know, I know who you are now. So that, that, we can settle that inquiry, right? Yo, Patrick Q coming in with a gifted taking us to 82. <clears throat> I feel you. Xbox had promo the Series X as a console that would change the game. It sucks how things are now. Yeah, yeah, we hit 30K, Abe. Eh? Yeah, last week. Do you think if Xbox said the S would be the main console, it would have changed anything for buyers? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. If I If they would have walked out and said... Surprise, mother! Like for the last year and a half, we've talked Project Scarlet in the Series X, but this brand new box that you've never heard about—this is going to be the main box. I would have immediately been like, "Whoa, wait, huh?" I would have been so confused. They're like, "What do you mean that's the main box? That's the weaker box. I thought we were going into the next gen. I thought, I thought I was going to get 120. I thought I was going to get this." Special light bags deposit incoming. That's fine. That's fine, creature. Thank you for the heads up. Guys, In a, you have about 12 minutes. I have a really good review for you guys. There's a game called After the Fall. We saw previews for it a while ago. Uh, it's actually a really, really cool little game. And it, whenever we get these opportunities to be sent games or sent items or stuff i really need you to help like if you've been a long time supporter of this channel uh don't shy away from these when we do these premieres that's going to be going live in about 10 minutes so if you guys want to push all the way to 100 today you have 18 left to do it and uh that'll give you guys the opportunity hang on a second i need to get out of this screen i need to schedule the members thing first and then when we're done with this review of this game called After the Fall, I'll be hanging out with members in a debrief. We debrief on the day, not just the premiere. So we can talk about today and how it went. I did try a very different uh, approach today. Um, and, you know, we can maybe debrief on how we felt that went. Uh, what? Hang on. What thumbnail did you make me? I, I think we're debriefing on today's topic more than the upload, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The series S Dilemma. Uh, let's see. 10 from Abe! This dude! Uh, Series S Dilemma Debris. Thank you so much, Abe. Abe pushes it to 92. Man, Abe comes out of nowhere today. It's like, he's been hanging out with that bebe, goes back to work, and just immediately starts dropping the love. I appreciate it so, so much, Abe. Thank you. Um... All right, we'll set this to members. We'll set it for, yeah, 12.15 today. Abe takes us to 92. You demand, if you guys got gifted a member, stick around. I'm going to owe you. I'll probably end up owing you 20. We'll probably get eight more in the next minute or so. I'm going to owe you 20. I will do them during the premiere. Um, That gives you guys the maximum amount of time to gift members, which we're still going all the way to 97 five more gifted members from skiffy skiffles i think my favorite thing the last couple of months is seeing so many different names gifting it, it was like for a while there it was like a small group of people going crazy and now it's like you guys really really all kind of share the load it's really really exciting and i think it's just special what we have i really do it's awesome the uh, the work y'all are doing that's amazing Stocked up on diapers before I decided it was gifting time. <laughs> you the man, Abe. You the man. You guys that are watching over there on kick again, thank you guys so much for supporting. Uh, thank you so much for doing members and hitting follow. or uh, Over there, they're called subscriptions. Abe's going to do five more, and he's just going to push us right over the number. You are the absolute man, Abe. Man, this guy, look at this guy go if you don't know what the Gen 9 Xbox development kit, you target the Series X and then you downgrade to the Series S it's not as simple as that yeah but Sean, it actually seems like it's gonna be the other way around I think they build um, whoops that's the wrong thing, I think they're building for Series S first I think they have to start there, I mean that the guy at id Software basically said that, he was like min spec matters, that's where these people are always gonna go first the hair, I'm not cutting the hair, no the beard's gonna slowly disappear this week, the beard will slowly disappear this week yo, Soul Train with a member, thank you so much, pushes us to 103 I mean, you guys got 8 minutes we, we've got some time before we're going to this premiere it's always the Fresh Prince sofa meme with me I'm not sure what you mean, a 5 spot from Perfect Image, quick question why no understand the difference of Sony by partnerships with studios and Xbox by studios, AKA exclusivity. Why no one understand? I don't understand your question. Are you saying why are people upset that Xbox wants to consolidate a publisher the size of Activision Blizzard? Because you think that Sony does that by buying what? time exclusivity? Antonio with nine months and a member plus. Keep up the work. Lono best gaming channel on YouTube. Just so you guys know, we always have a lot of generous folks gifting members. That means every 30 days, there'll be dips and highs and lows. Dips and highs and lows. Right now, the member count is at 3997. You're three underneath 4,000. So we're holding fast to 4,000 members thanks to today. So thank you guys for continuing to do that. That's insane. Antonio says, I'll bump it to 108. Right now, I owe you guys 20 members I may end up owing you 25 if y'all keep going you have 7 minutes get a cop stash sure Sony buys studios too. how many studios has Sony bought that are even remotely at this size though is it comparable at all when they bought Insomniac at the size that it was buying Bungie even Bungie's contract is very, is very specific. Draw a straight line for me. Do it. Everybody's buying studios. Microsoft went from six studios to 23 in four years. Did I say anything about that? Have I? Have I taken issue with that anywhere in my coverage? That Microsoft went from three... No, I'm sorry. They went from six studios to 23 studios in four years' time. Did I have any issue with that in any of my coverage? No. Why? Both sides are trying to buy studios. Both sides are trying to pad their first party catalog. Sony right now has less studios. Microsoft's not trying to buy a studio. They're trying to consolidate a portion of the market itself. Like this debate gets lost in bad comparisons. so quadrupling your studio count wasn't enough Microsoft goes from 6 to 23 in just 4 years time you just ignore that and you're like well Sony 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 come on they're both doing it nobody called foul when Microsoft scooped up you know 20 something studios goes up to 23 I'm not calling foul when, when Sony buys a studio like Bungie we're talking about vertical foreclosure merger that consolidates $70 billion worth of market share. Like, that's not the same as buying a studio. Sony's locking Xbox, uh, lo- locking third-party games from Xbox. I don't know what you expect Xbox to do. If Xbox would have taken a page out of Nintendo's book, Nintendo's doing just fine. They don't get any of those games that Sony gets. and And, and Nintendo's crushing it. The history of Nintendo has been technology innovation. They were the first one to do a physical joystick, thumbs, a physical thumbstick, Nintendo 64. First one to really bring motion control to the forefront with the Nintendo Wii. First one to do, like, actual, a mobile gaming device at scale. <clears throat> they successfully did it at scale. Not only has Nintendo invested in that trajectory of tech investment, Nintendo's heavily invested in their first party. If Microsoft would have done that since they have way more money than Nintendo, they have way more money than Sony. If Microsoft would have really pushed the envelope with tech, they could have outspent Sony on tech by making a console that was crazy stronger and sold it at a loss. They could have done that, couldn't they? They didn't do that. They could have heavily invested in their studios. They could have really brought first party greatness. They didn't do that. They had all of those options at their disposal, and they chose to launch a two-tier console, the low-end having an 8 gig of usable memory bottleneck, and a subscription service, and first-party games like Halo Infinite and Redfall. Microsoft got here all on their own, dude. Sony didn't put them in this position. It's just a false narrative. It's a false narrative. To go from six studios to twenty-three, and, and 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 to sit out and be like, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, try to buy for, you know, d- exclusivity deals and this, that, and the third. And Sony decides to do it and pulls way far ahead. Sony pulled ahead because of last generation and Xbox bad choices. They didn't pull ahead because they started blocking games. That's, that's just not a, that's not a substantive or, you can't substantiate that narrative. You simply can't. But historically, Xbox had been underfunded for many years into the last five with these studio purchases. As you know, it takes five to ten years to make games. Sony were better funded for years. Whose fault is that? Microsoft has more money! I, I, Plumlee's, I can't read that and not just chuckle. They're the second largest company in the world. And they couldn't fund their gaming division better than Sony funded theirs? That's Microsoft's fault. See, this is something you guys keep missing. Oh, we got to go to this premiere. Listen, track with me here. We can discuss this in the debrief. Become a member or come to this premiere. So maybe you'll get a member. I got to end the, I got to end the stream over there on, on kick. Come over to YouTube. Listen to me. Listen to me. Those are on Microsoft, not Xbox. Just hear that dividing line, please. Please hear that dividing line. You should be frustrated with Microsoft. As a fan of Xbox, you should be right along with me screaming and saying, What have you guys been doing? You're the second largest company in the world, and you let Sony do this? You let Sony better fund their gaming division? You let them go toe-to-toe with you? You shouldn't be mad at Xbox. You shouldn't be mad at Phil Spencer. You should be mad at Microsoft. Late to the party, and now they want to spend their way out of it. That's the irony in all of this. We all should be linked arm-in-arm saying, Microsoft failed us, not Xbox. That's the issue. That's the issue. I've always said, people look at Xbox, and they don't see Microsoft. And the little ending argument we just had, I think just soundly proves it. You should be frustrated with Microsoft. I'm good. I don't want to keep playing Spider-Man and God of War. Okay. Nobody's asking you to. I'm going to put a link in the chat. We got to go to this premiere. Guys, smash like on your way out. We should have easily hit 500 likes by now. I guarantee you there's 20 of you that haven't hit it. We're going to go over to this premiere. Smash like when you get over there. I'm going to give some members. I want to see those likes. I owe you 20. Let's go over there. If you get a membership, you can come to the debrief. We can keep having this conversation.